Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Thursday. Uh, It's the busiest time of year, but... For many, myself included, it is the best time of year. March Madness upon us, conference tournaments, and Drake in action tonight. It'll be you and I tomorrow night down at Arch Madness, the kickoff of the MVC tournament in St. Louis. Looking forward to talking about that and much more here today with you. 515-264-1700 is a two-way conversation line. Dial it up right now. Anything on your mind, Iowa tonight with the big one to... Give themselves a chance to get back on the bubble. Anything short of winning their final two games of the regular season tonight against Wisconsin, Sunday against Penn State, is going to mean Iowa's going to have to win the Big Ten tournament in Washington, D.C. We got that to get into today. Iowa State, big matchup for them tomorrow night as they make their way to Morgantown today. They'll be getting there and getting ready for a matchup with a team that came into Hilton a month ago and absolutely blitz them off the floor. Two teams that appear to be a little bit different as you look at them currently. You know, West Virginia relying a bit more on Carter for the longest time. It was really about the group as a whole. It was about that whole team coming together, kind of doing things, using eight, nine, ten guys. And Carter, though he is a leading scorer, is always a team effort. You know, you look up and a lot of times in the box score, you see somebody with 14, 12, 11. Now Carter is taking a little bit more of a role with the offense, trying to do a little bit more there. And, of course, Iowa State. We know how different the team is today than what they were back at the end of January and uh, that loss on January 31st. So we'll get into that today as well. A lot of college basketball, no surprise. We got high school basketball going on yesterday. Brought you the coverage of uh, the local teams here in Class 5A down at Wells Fargo Arena. We'll be back there tomorrow starting at 1.30. It will be Indianola going up against Cedar Falls. Indianola, boy, uh, that squad was incredibly impressive. And their junior, Grace Berg, this is a girl that, just a junior, one of the top players in the state. She's already committed to Missouri. She's going to play in the SEC and uh, an excellent ball player. She had 36 yesterday. She was incredibly good as they knocked off Johnston. Valley with a big win over Dowling Catholic. They rolled in that one led through uh, by double digits through most of the game, really coasted into the victory uh, for the Tigers. They will get Iowa City City High, who won last night against Waukee, another game that we had here for you on 1700 and across the radio network. And you know, that Waukee squad, a lot of opportunities down the stretch, just couldn't get it done. Carly Littlefield sees her career end for the Waukee Warriors. What a career that she put together. So much fun watching her. Uh, playing develop over the last three, four years and, and what she's turned into. And now she's on her way to Princeton. She'll be playing hoops in the Ivy League for the next four years and uh, pretty much down the line she'll probably be. Uh, we'll all be working for her as she makes her way out there uh, to the Ivy League. So that'll come up afterwards. Uh, 1.30 for the first game with Indianola and Cedar Falls. Game two with West Des Moines Valley and Iowa City City High. That'll be at 3.15. We'll have full coverage here uh, for you coming up tomorrow on 1700 then after that wraps up a uh, abridged version of marty and miller to wrap things up on your friday all leading into uh, what should be a lot of fun you and i trying to make it a three-peat at the mvc tournament drake can they get a win 
What does Jeff Rutter have to do? I mean, is it as crazy as getting out a run here, getting them to the semifinals? I, I told you, I looked up the number, and I can't remember it now off the top of my head. I believe Drake has only been to the semifinals. We're just talking about the semifinals, not the championship. The semifinals like four times in program history. Could that be right? It's something crazy like that. I'm going to have to go through the notes. We'll see if I can uh, find that. But it's incredible. You go through the history of the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, not only getting to the championship game, just to the semifinals. Pretty rare occurrence there. To do that for Drake, what do they have to do? Starts tonight. Got to win their first game. Got to beat Bradley in the 7-10 matchup and then go beat Wichita. Easy enough, right? Easy enough for the Bulldogs to get that done. You and I on Friday night, they play at 8.30, a game that you can hear right here on 1700 KBGG. They get Missouri State. A loss in season's over. Panthers 14 and 15. 15 and 15 when you count their uh, win, non-D1 win from earlier this season. But uh, for the Panthers, they're going to have to get on a run again. They did it last year, knocking off Wichita in the semifinals and then going through and beating Evansville on that crazy shot from Wes Washburn to send to them the NCAA tournament. They beat Texas on the buzzer beater and then the collapse against Texas A&M. Can it be three in a row for the Panthers? Boy, the way they played over the final week does not appear very likely that that's going to happen for you and I. So that's all to come here uh, on the show. As mentioned, a lot of college basketball. Also going to sprinkle in a little baseball today. we got John Arguello from the Cubs' den. He's going to join us in the 1 o'clock hour, about 1.40. He'll be here, get into some Cubs baseball. Guys going through a lot, and we start to gear up for baseball season. March, yeah, it's about the basketball. There's no doubt about it, but... A little bit of baseball mixed in uh, today as well. We'll kick things off with Chris Dobertine from SB Nation, talking with him about the brackets and about some things that happened last night. A fast-forward and a preview to the next couple of days. Conference tournaments going on. In fact, there's a local game happening right now, as it is Iowa, the Iowa women. They're playing against Northwestern in the 8-9 matchup at the Big Ten tournament. Right now, Iowa trailing in the game in the third quarter, just under eight minutes to go in that one. Northwestern 45 and Iowa 38 for the Hawkeyes. This is one that they absolutely have to get if they have any shot of getting into the NCAA tournament. Can't afford to lose this game and might even have to pull an upset then in the quarterfinals against Ohio State to get there. Very bubblicious team, but you got to get a win. And uh, trailing now by nine. 47-38 there. We'll keep you up to date on that. Girls' State Tournament as well down at Wells Fargo Arena. Full updates there. Conference tournaments in men's basketball. Guys and ladies, it is a busy, busy time. Wouldn't have it any other way. 264-1700. With your phone calls, as always, you can also get a hold of me on Twitter, at Trent Condon. Mention Chris Dobertine. He'll be here at 1225. 1 o'clock, we'll go inside the Big Ten with Ken Silverstein. He'll join us coming up at 1. As mentioned, John Arguello at 140. 2 o'clock, it'll be Luke Vetterson talking about some high school basketball with him and then Kevin Lehman across the Big Four talking college hoops with Drake, you and I. Down at Arch Madness, Kevin is down there as well. Had a chance to uh, see some practices, he said, earlier this morning. We'll get his thoughts on that and what he expects to see at Arch Madness. Is it the clear runaway, one versus two, Illinois State and Wichita? We'll get his thoughts on that. Iowa tonight with Wisconsin and Iowa State, West Virginia, all still to come. But before we get to all that, let's take a peek back at what happened in the world of sports here, live from the Wolf Construction Studios, as we bring you, in case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. 
anything that you're looking for, flat roof, pitched, they can do it all at Wolf Construction, both for your home, could be a small project, could be a complete re-roof, or even your business. Give them a call today, BJ Bengard and the great group of guys over at Wolf Construction Roofing. Give them a call today. Let's go to the highlights from last night. Oh, boy. People going crazy. We know all about the Northwestern grads, right? The smart guys. They like to have the chance after uh, being awful for a number of years about someday you'll be working for us. I talked about that a little bit earlier. Well, that's what you get with the Wildcats, right? And they beat Wisconsin a few weeks ago on the road at the Kohl Center, and it felt like, well, this was the time. This was the time that Northwestern finally was going to punch their ticket, get into the NCAA tournament, the only team from a Power 5 conference that has never been there before. We all know everything that surrounds it. But then they went in the tank. I mean, then after that, Scotty Lindsay's been injured. Even when he's been back, he just frankly hadn't been very good, and it had been a big blow. As they were sitting at one point looking to be in great position to get there, they start off, they had that six-game winning streak, went on the road, three road victories, at home beat Indiana, beat Iowa. Then after that, lost at Purdue, lost at home to Illinois, but then came back with the Wisconsin win. All right, they're good. Lost to Maryland, lost to Illinois again, lost to Indiana over the weekend, almost lost to Rutgers at home. And that would have been a death blow. But last night, Michigan comes to town. One of the hotter teams in the Big Ten this side of Minnesota were the Wolverines. They had come into that one. Winners of five of their last six. But it went awry last night. A last-ditch opportunity for the Wildcats. And a Hail Mary comes up big. Tap four. Long inbound. Harden with the catch. The finish. History. Great call by Coach Chris Collins and his teammate and his coaching staff to get that one-on-one matchup with Harden against the guard from Michigan. And the dancing has begun in earnest. So here is the numbers for Northwestern. The call last night from BTN. 21-9 overall. RPI sitting at 46. Strength of schedule 64th. Now, the one concern in some of the questions that were arising was because of the non-conference schedule. I mean, you go through their strength of schedule, the non-conference was 137, certainly not great, even with that good start. And outside of the neutral court victory against Dayton, not a whole lot there. The win against Texas that looked good back in November when we first started talking about this team, we know how the wheels fell off for the Longhorns in Shaka Smart's second year. You know, wins against Wake Forest, decent, and the ACC Big Ten Challenge. DePaul, nothing to do there. It's just, overall, there wasn't a whole lot of depth to it. But now, with this one, even if they lose to Purdue at home and get, say, knocked off in the first round of the Big Ten Tournament, it looks like Northwestern is going to find a way to get in there. And then all the media members that went to Northwestern, the Wilbons, the Green, uh, the Greenbergs, all those guys, uh, you know, we're going to hear a lot of that going forward. That's okay. I mean, personally, maybe it's a little bit of a schadenfreude. You can say that. Personally, I kind of want to see him miss it this year. It's it's a story that, yeah, can it get a little bit boring? I mean, we throw this out all the time that Northwestern has a team. It's a throwaway line when you have a guest on talking college basketball. Is this the year for the Wildcats? But there's something about it. 
that we don't have stories like this anymore. And it would be a complete Northwestern fashion for them to get off to that kind of start and then for it to not work. I mean, really? Wouldn't that be complete Northwestern basketball? They've had some good teams. Evan Eschmeyer, in his sixth year, went to the NIT that year. Carmody had a couple of decent teams, but anytime they got in that kind of situation where they were close, they'd find a way to blow it, and it happened again. They get it done. Hey, great feelings there for Northwestern, and it looks like they're going to be solidly into things. Another uh, team helping their cause last night over in the ACC. Tell you what, I love this Louisville team. I really do. I, I think Louisville's very good. We know what they can do defensively. I mean, that goes without saying. We know how good that team is on that end. The way that they lock down defensively, really year in and year out, you continually see that. But I, I just like I like the guard play of Louisville. I like what they have this year on that side of things. You, you look at you know uh, what they have with both Quentin Snyder and Donovan Mitchell, two guys that really kind of struggled last night, in fact, in that game. But I like both of those guys. Got big guys inside, Adele company. They just have the pieces where, where are they going to be? Maybe a three seed, something like that, after the loss last night. Kind of in that range, two, three seed. But if you're not going chalk, you're digging not too deep, just past the surface level. Louisville's a team that I really like this year. But for Wake Forest, they get it done last night. Crazy play here comes up gold for Wake Forest. Crawford, bounce pass, backdoor Woods. Now he's caught with five to shoot. Wilbekin, deep three. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Big three made it a nine-point game as Wake Forest gets the victory. But we get to this portion of the bubble. And we'll talk deeper with this with Chris Doberteam coming up. And with Arch Madness starting tonight, the conversation. Whoever loses, and both teams can't win, with Illinois State and Wichita, one of them wins the title, the other one loses in the championship game to the other. You know, what do you do with them? And... And for Wichita State, this isn't supposed to matter. It's not supposed to matter what you've done in the past, the program that you've built, but we know it does. The name brand, it does matter, be it seating, be it location, be it just getting into the tournament. It does matter a little bit. Illinois State probably losing that game. They're going to sweat more than Wichita. On top of it, though Illinois State, their RPI numbers are better. You look at the RPI right now, and let's take a peek at it here today at the MVC. Illinois State's RPI is 32. Wichita's is 41. But the saving grace, and we saw this a little bit last year, it's going to become a bigger component next year with the selection committee, is the advanced metrics. The Ken Pomeroy's, the BPI, whatever metric you want to look at, and that's a place where Wichita is great. Ken Palm today... They're at number 10 in the country. 10th-ranked team in the country at Kempom. For Illinois State, well, they don't have that same. They don't have those advanced metrics in their favor. They're at 44. So even with a nice RPI, that's the side that makes you a little bit nervous for Coach Mullen's uh, crew down there in normal Illinois. What was I talking about? Oh, yes, Wake Forest. <laughs> ah, folks, there are some days that it just happens like that. You wonder where you're going, and then you get back to a Wake Forest last night with the win. It comes down to the argument, what do you want to see? Do you want to see a team that, yes, showing an ability to beat top-ranked teams? Wake Forest does have two top 50 wins. 
Unless you make the argument against Illinois State. Illinois State only has one top 50 win, and that one was against their conference brethren in Wake Forest. In Wichita. But for Wake Forest, yeah, they have two top 50 wins. The one against Louisville last night. And the other one is a victory at home again against Miami. Two ACC victories. That's what they have. In 11 opportunities, they're 2-9 and nine against the RPI top 50. 2-9. and nine. Do we really want to see teams like this? Getting those final spots, having to ship to Dayton, being a 10 seed, whatever it may be. What do you rather see? Would you rather see a Kansas State, a TCU, Wake Forest, teams like that, Illinois, who's playing themselves back on the bubble with a nice win against Michigan State last night? Is that what you want to see? Or would you rather see Illinois State? Would you rather see Middle Tennessee State, if they get upset, in the Conference USA Tournament. Monmouth last year, who was left out, absolutely brutal job by the committee last year in leaving them out. Comes down to what you want to see. And for me, because I love college basketball in all forms, and right now I got two games on. I got, I, I got the Iowa women on. Update there, still trailing by nine with three minutes to go in the third quarter, down 55-46. So I got that up there. All right, good, fine, no problem. And also... I got the kickoff here of the quarterfinals of the Big South Men's Championship. I'm watching UNC, Asheville, and Campbell. The Campbell Camels. Because I like all styles of basketball. I like all levels of college basketball. I'd rather see the mid-majors. I'd rather see the teams that have been good throughout the season. Don't have the same kind of schedule, I understand it, but don't have the same kind of opportunities. That's just me. We'll come back. We'll go inside the brackets with Chris Dobertine, SB Nation, his bracketology out once again. We'll take a peek at that. What's coming up? Talk some college basketball as well. Iowa, Wisconsin tonight. That to come here as we roll through solo today. It's Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. We're back in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons? It's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. 
The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 200 plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I liked them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 200-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash build. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash build. ZipRecruiter.com slash build. Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa, hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players. Blues rock titan Joe Bonamassa, live in concert on Thursday, March 9th at the Des Moines Civic Center. Tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at DesMoinesPerformingArts.org. Joe Bonamassa, don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the year. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Back here on a Thursday afternoon. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 and 100.9. The Cub up in Northwest Iowa. Big hello to you out there. Let's get into the brackets. We've been talking college basketball at the top. It is that time. All college buckets all the time when we get to March and Chris Dobertine from SB Nation. He joins us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. What's happening, Chris? Uh, Just getting ready for the the busy time here, Trent. It's going to be absolutely wild over the next nine or ten days. It is. And, you know, we all love March Madness and the NCAA tournament. We, We get all of that. But for hoop junkies like you and me, there's a part of this week and a half that I even like more sometimes than yeah. even when we get to the NCAA tournament. You know, that you kind of know. But right now, I, I got UNC, Asheville, and Campbell going on in the Big South Championship. I'll be watching that. You're watching games between teams that you have no clue. Later today, MAC tournament happens. You got a 9-22 and Niagara team against a 10-20 and Quinnipiac team. And you know what? I'll have it on here in the studio because I got a sickness, and I also like to bet on these things. <laughs> Yeah, really. I mean, you know, the, we all talk about the tournament. We all talk about Selection Sunday. But really, you know, the tournament, you know, it's already underway. It started on Monday with those Atlantic Sun quarterfinals as these teams are trying to play their way in for those 32 automatic bids. And, and for a lot of them, you know, like last year, I mean, we had 15 number one seeds lose during championship week and all got ended up in the NIT. And, and that really affects things at the bottom of the bracket and how things shake out. Well, uh, Chris, before we kind of dig deep into what you have, your new bracket will be out tomorrow over at SB Nation and bloggingthebracket.com. I want to talk about your site. And speaking of these conference tournaments, you always do such a great job. I I have things bookmarked during the summer because you have all the preseason tournaments out there. Mm -hmm. And you do the same thing here for March Madness, a one-stop shop, all the brackets, all the updates, all the time for all the conference tournaments at one spot. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that labor of love. Yeah, this was something I started a few seasons ago, and I've seen that more places have kind of, you know, kind of started something similar. But what I try to do, and I do this during November and December with the early season tournaments as well, is I try to get everything all together in one place. You have it bookmarked. I go in there when the as quickly as I can, you know, when scores, you know, when games wrap up, update the scores, update the matchups, and all that. Sometimes, you know, with you know, real life gets in the way or work, it, it makes it a little bit difficult. But I try to have everything there so you have it in all in one place. And then every day, as the next week and a half unfolds, I'll also have a viewing guide, which will put things out in a little more linear fashion than, you know, the big list of all 32 tournaments. But uh, it was one of those things, it's kind of like the early season event page for November and December, where it didn't seem like anybody had it. So I figured, well, I can go ahead and just make it myself, and, and that's, that's how I started it. Well, uh, Chris, we got uh, Drake in action tonight in the MVC tournament. Tomorrow, it'll be Northern Iowa in their matchup in the 3-6 game against Missouri State. But this year in the MVC, it's all been about Wichita and Illinois State. 
You know, last year we heard a little bit of talk from some of the committee members about advanced metrics. Mm-hmm. It looks like next season that is going to be something that they're going to take an even greater look, but still something that some members use as they look at it. You'd have to feel because of that, and also hey, these are humans that are picking the teams to get in. Wichita State has to feel better if they lose in the conference tournament they got to feel like they're in better shape than Illinois State, even though their RPI is lower. Is that a fair characterization? Yeah, I've been pretty much saying that all week. I mean, you you think about the selection committee, and yes, there are membership changes every year, but you have to think that some of the voices that were there that really kind of pushed for the Shockers to get in last year are probably still sticking around this time around. And considering that they're top 15 in pretty much every advanced metric that's not the RPI, at this point, you have to think that it, provided they don't lose either on Friday or Saturday, if they end up making it to Sunday, they'll be fine. Get there, get to the championship round, they'll be in good shape. What happens for Illinois State? Is it just a, a wait-and-see mode for them if they get beat by Wichita or even, say, upset by Loyola or SIU in the semifinals? For them, what do they have to hang their hat off? Just one top 50 win on their resume and uh, with that, I know it's not in a vacuum. It's very difficult to know what's happening across the landscape of college basketball. But if that does happen, Illinois State in or out in your mind? Yeah, I think if they if they lose, I think you know if they lose to somebody on Friday or Saturday, I think they're going to be in real trouble. But I think if they get to Sunday, they're going to be a little bit safer. But if they if they lose the Arch Madness final, it's going to be a very nervous week in, in Bloomington Normal. Well, from there, uh, let's continue on some small conference teams. And, uh, Chris, as you're putting this together, you always take the conference favorite, and that'll change and adapt as these conference tournaments go on. What other mid-majors right now maybe have the most wiggle room outside of Wichita, who we just talked about, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, in that next tier, the Middle Tennessee States, maybe a team that was left out last year that shouldn't have been in Monmouth. Who's the team that you think at the current state has the best resume if they are going to get beat in their conference tournament. You said them. I think that Middle Tennessee is really the team that has the best shot. I mean, they're kind of looking like an 11 seed right now, which would put them right in the frame. You know, we talk about quality wins, and granted, they're not going to be able to match from a numbers perspective what a team like an Illinois or a Wake Forest, well, not Wake Forest, because Wake Forest is kind of a special case. But, you know, Illinois or Syracuse or... You know, Xavier has kind of fallen off a little bit. They're kind of in that range right now where they're going to, you know, need an extra look. You know, they're not going to be able to match in terms of number of wins, but percentage-wise, they're doing fantastic. I mean, they're 4-1 and one against the top 100 with two top 50 wins, and that's, that's really hard to beat percentage-wise. Um, Vanderbilt's a team that they actually, you know, handled pretty easily in Murfreesboro in December. That's, you know, kind of a comparable case. And if you're thinking about having Vandy as an at-large, You've got to think about having Middle Tennessee as well. So that's one. And the other one, I think, is, is Texas Arlington. Um, UT Arlington um, actually beat St. Mary's in Moraga. I mean, that, you know, and, and didn't just beat them, you know, by like a bucket. They beat them by 14. It was a pretty handy win. Granted, they, they lost two games to Minnesota and Arkansas early in the season that they let at halftime. They had their opportunities, and they, and they kind of missed out. But... You know, they had Kevin Hervey was, was injured last season, and he was just kind of getting back into shape, you know, early in the season from an ACL tear. So with him in the lineup, they've been pretty much unstoppable. So that'd be another team I'd keep an eye on. Another team, uh, you mentioned Vanderbilt, and, and such an odd case, of course. Uh, us here, we got to look at them back at the end of January in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. 
as they ran away from Iowa State in the second half of that game and shot lights out. And uh, the Cyclones since then have turned things around. But Vandy, 16-14, and 14, very middling, but they play, if not the hardest schedule in the country, one of the most difficult. Mm-hmm. Though they've had so many opportunities. I, I struggle with them, the Wake Forest. Yeah, they played a good schedule. They've had so many opportunities. And yet they're, what, uh, for Wake Forest, 2-9 and nine against the top 50? Yeah. It's just not a resume that gets me excited. I'd rather see the mid-majors. I'm sure you're probably in the same boat. Are we ever going to get to that point, though? I don't know, but I know that in the case of Vanderbilt, one thing we have to keep an eye on, they already have 14 losses, and no at-large team has ever been selected with 15 or more losses. So we have a whole bunch of teams that are kind of on that cut line that, that are really just play, potentially playing with history. But I think that enough of them are going to be able to stay at 12 or 13 that you know we're not going to have a 15-loss team get through. But, you know, that's the thing that kind of concerns me going back to the mid-majors. It's been so difficult for these teams to really get opportunities, you know, whether it be home games or good, you know, non-conference tournament opportunities in November and December, you know, to kind of get those quality wins. And this year the issue was that when they did get them, kind of like Wichita State at the Battle for Atlantis early on when they were still kind of growing up with a relatively new roster compared to last year, you know, they weren't able to get them. And, and that really just kind of hurts. And, you know, maybe next year, you know, if, all, if things are kind of cyclical, you know, these more experienced teams will get those opportunities in November and December and be able to take advantage of them. But we'll just kind of have to see how it plays out. Let's go towards the top of the bracket. We're talking with Chris Dobertine on the Draft House 50 Hotline, taking a look at brackets. You can find his work over at bloggingthebracket.com, part of SB Nation. Uh, what to get your thoughts on Kentucky. Uh, the the mm-hmm. Wildcats are on their way. Top two, maybe three seed if, if they get knocked off by A&M and early in the SEC tournament. Regardless of that, though, you know they've won seven consecutive games, and I've watched many of them. And I think in every one of them, I kind of looked at it and said, Ugh, what's wrong with this team? They're winning games, but it's not always pretty. Outside of the win Saturday against Florida, it's been some ho-hum efforts. You concerned with Kentucky going into the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I think offensively they're having you know some issues. You know, if Malik Monk is not, you know, playing really good basketball and De'Aaron Fox isn't really healthy, they're going to have big problems scoring points. And honestly, that's a major issue for them. It's kind of like you think about Kansas is kind of in a similar situation, not necessarily where their offense and defense isn't bad, but you just don't see the effort there consistently for 40 minutes. And both those teams, even though they're going to be, you know, Kansas will be a one, Kentucky will be a two or a three, that if they don't play 40 full minutes in the tournament, you know, probably not the first round they want to worry about, but that second-round game potentially, you know, they could end up, you know, slipping out early. Well, and, and your latest bracket, you have them as a two-seed in the seven-time uh, ten matchup on the other side. Oklahoma State and Marquette, we know whoever would win that game definitely would be able to score. Sign me up for that right yeah. now. Can you just lock that in the NCAA tournament, set it into the guys in the committee room right now, say, hey, give us this little pod right here. <laughs> hey, if they'd listen to me, I'd be glad to send it in. <laughs> Do you, uh, there's always the talk about if they're manipulating matchups. Last year, Des Moines, we had a region and we got in the second round a great matchup with Kentucky and Indiana. The storylines that come out, you, you've seen the process, how it's actually done, and you do this on a day to day basis. Do you think that the NCAA, when they're coming down there, does a little bit of shifting to at least try to get those compelling matchups, or is that just too difficult to do? 
It's kind of difficult to do, but sometimes you do see opportunities that are out there. And, of course, you know, you think about Kentucky and Indiana, and you think about kind of the sites that were out there and where those teams were lined up. It just made natural sense to kind of get those teams playing relatively close to home, given the other options and kind of what other spots were taken within the bracket beforehand. So it often ends up being kind of a combination of the two things, manipulation and just the opportunities that are kind of out there based on the bracketing rules that exist. You have Iowa State in your latest bracket as a seven seed. That came out before the victory against Oklahoma State. Still more one, one more game for the Clones in the regular season. It'll be a Friday night game tomorrow night against West Virginia. As you look at the Cyclones, uh, how close are they to for you moving up to that six line? Well, I already, well, I'll have them on the sixth line tomorrow. Okay. So that's already, that's already set. Now, going to West Virginia, you know, gives them a great opportunity. West Virginia hasn't really played all that great at home this year. You know, they, they haven't been as invincible there as you'd think that they would be. And you look at the Big 12 standings, and, you know, with a win, you know, Iowa State's going to be locked into the two seed in the, in the Big 12 tournament. And at that point, you're kind of looking, you know, maybe they could be even a five, and, you know, if things break right in Kansas City next week, they could potentially even get up to a four, depending on what happens elsewhere. So the so Cyclones right now are playing really good ball, and that's going to give them a lot of opportunities to move up late. Let's uh, stick on the local level. Iowa with the matchup with Wisconsin tonight. On the road at the Kohl Center, the Badgers starting to scuffle a little bit themselves. Uh, Iowa was able to get the road victory against Maryland. If they pull another upset tonight, finish off the regular season, beating Penn State at home on Sunday, what kind of damage does Iowa have to do in the Big Ten tournament? Is it getting to Saturday in the semifinals, meaning pulling an upset in the quarterfinals? Do they have to get all the way to the championship game, or do the Hawkeyes just need to win the whole thing to get into the tournament? The, the Hawkeyes probably need to get two or three wins in Washington. They're right now their RPI is at 90, which not quite where they want to be in terms of that metric. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have that opportunity, you know, you get Iowa, you get Wisconsin tonight. That's a potential quality win opportunity, as you said, even though the Badgers have been scuffling. Um, the weekend matchup won't help them all that much, but, but they're still alive. They're another one of those teams that's kind of on that cusp with 13 losses where, you know, they probably got one more as their margin for error. And if that happens in the Big Ten tournament, the later that happens as opposed to, you know, what happening on, you know, say Thursday or Friday would probably be better off for them. Yeah, still a lot of work to do. It starts tonight for the Hawkeyes against Wisconsin. We'll talk about that game coming up a little bit later on a little more in detail. Another one in the Big Ten Northwestern last night. Many people felt like punched their ticket with the last-second win against Michigan. What about the Illinois Fighting Illini, though? Another victory for them. It's four in a row. Half a season sweep against Northwestern. Power numbers very good. Strength of schedule, 15th in the country. Played a good non-conference schedule overall. Mm-hmm. And they're playing well at the right time. How good should Illini fans feel? Well, of course, you got to beat Rutgers on Saturday. Yes, that's the thing. Be cautiously optimistic if you're an Illinois fan. Because now, you know, you think, talk about the top 50 record. They're 5-8 and eight against the top 50 when you factor in that Michigan State win. You know, they, they don't have a great record away from home. They're, you know, 6-7, and seven, but they'll have opportunities to improve that especially in Washington at the Big Ten Tournament. But, you know, that's a team that, again, has kind of snuck up out of nowhere, you know, is kind of on the cusp of that RPI Top 50, and I'm going to have them as the very last team in at the moment for tomorrow's bracket based on, you know, what happened last night. But, again, they can't stub their toe against Rutgers. They have to be very careful. 
And then, you know, we'll see what the draw for the Big Ten tournament provides. Chris, you're over there in Big Ten territory in Chicago. Northwestern, of course, Chicago's team. Who's the Big Ten coach of the year? Wow, that's a really, really good question. I think you almost have to give it to Chris Collins if, yeah. it, if it works out that way. Though I would, you know, I think that Richard Pitino has a very solid case as well, considering how bad Minnesota was last year. And you look at, you know, they probably have the second best profile in the league. So I think that, I, honestly, I'd say Pitino and then Collins. Um, or they could even probably even share it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really close there. You know, Painter, I guess, if they win the league outright, maybe he has an argument. But when you got Biggie Swan again on your team, I mean, how much do you have to do? Yeah. Roll it out, and the guy's going to get you a double-double. That certainly helps things. And, you know, we knew Purdue was going to be good coming into the year. Mm-hmm. When you look at Coach of the Year, what are the criteria? Sometimes I do have a problem. You know, last year, Tubby Smith wins it in the yeah. Big 12. Bill Self at the time had won his 12th consecutive Texas Tech, they were better than people thought, but it's not like they're a great team. They snuck into the NCAA tournament. Is it a part of being coach of the year, also the recruiting avenue and bringing the guys in? It's not, well, you did better with the crap players than we anticipated, so you get to be coach of the year. Yeah, I I think it's kind of got to be kind of one of those big picture views, and that's why, you know, I think about, you know, the SEC and I think about, you know, Mike White and kind of where he stands. You know, with, with Florida being a contender, which we kind of figured Florida would be okay. We didn't think they would be that good. And, you know, that's a combination of the guys that he was able to bring in. You know, when you look at Canyon Berry as a graduate transfer being, you know, the one guy. And then John Agbunu as well, another guy who transferred in. So kind of getting those types of players. And then you look at kind of the expectations and what, especially with Florida, what they had to do in terms of playing the bulk of their non-conference schedule away from home. And that really, I mean, that can really be something that could sink a team. Even if you're playing in-state, you're not playing, you know, in your familiar gym, in your familiar locker room, familiar court, with your familiar baskets. You're dealing with, you know, four different venues and all the different travel and all those other circumstances that you have to deal with in those circumstances. So that's why I kind of think in the case of, of the SEC that Mike White probably should get the nod. But in the Big Ten, uh, you know, you're dealing with Chris Collins and, and Northwestern, all the history they had in Minnesota with where they were last year. And I think those are the two guys that really stand out to me. Chris, looking forward to that new bracket being released tomorrow. We'll keep an eye on that one. Bloggingthebracket.com is where you can find all the work for Chris Dobertine. I know a busy time. Thanks for carving out a few minutes for us today, as always, Chris. Thanks for having me again, Trent. That's Chris Dobertine with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Looking for some hoops? Hey, that is the place to go. Lunch specials during the day and all through the evening. Draft House 50, Nick and his crew. And congratulations to our man, Nick. Had a new little baby. Yeah, new addition to the family there. So Nick uh, changing diapers and... uh, Trying to get that sleep schedule set up. I talked to Nick. Uh, what was it? It was last week, and they knew that uh, going to have the baby maybe induced if they had to get to that point. They went in for that. <laughs> he said, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to get some golfing. Slow down, Nick. I don't know how much golfing you're really going to be able to get there. Let's get an update as we go back to the Big Ten Women's Tournament, Iowa and Northwestern. The Hawkeyes down by 12 in the second half. They have come back. In fact, took the lead at one point. Northwestern, though, has it back with about three minutes to play. Northwestern leads Iowa 70-69 right at three minutes. Three on the way off the mark. Fight for the rebound. Not supposed to get play-by-play. I won't. So there it is. 
Iowa down by one, under three minutes to play. We'll keep you up to date on that one. Girls Basketball State Tournament coverage continues tomorrow here on 1700 KBGG. We'll bring you at 1.30. It'll be Indianola in their matchup against Cedar Falls. Then at 3.15, West Des Moines Valley in Iowa City West. All to come. We'll take a timeout here. Come back with more live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. It's me. It's Jimmy B. And I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines. All of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar, it's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Trey Cotton here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Just a few blocks west off Highway 141, you'll be drawn in as you step out of your car and take a deep breath of the magnificent smells coming from the radish, a true hidden gem in Grimes. In this quaint, inviting, deep green and red home turned restaurant, you'll find one of the only made-from-scratch kitchens in Des Moines. The radish serves daily lunch and dinner specials, along with premium steaks, seafood, and pasta off the menu. Along with dine-in palate-pleasing meals, the radish is known for catering weddings, lunches, and low Local events, lunch, dinner, catering. The Radish, only a few blocks west off Highway 141 in Grimes. TheRadishDining.com. That's TheRadishDining.com. The Radish in Grimes is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of the Radish gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of the Radish gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shot the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-860-6565. That's 1-800-860-6565. 1-800-860-6565. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. We talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. 
I've seen you golf. The trick shot for you is hitting the green in regulation. There you go. And Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. Of the three teams on your throwout in the West list, the one at the bottom would be the one that I might no, keep in. don't trust them as far as I can throw. Big sports on 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Back out of here, solo edition today. No Jimmy B, Trent with you though. As we talk the world of sports with you live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Iowa Northwestern Women's Big Ten Tournament happening right now. Coming down to the wire. Under a minute left in that one. Hawkeyes down by three. Had a three-point look from the corner off the mark from Disterhoff. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that one as the final minute starting to tick away. Iowa firmly on the bubble. Great opportunity. A possibility of maybe seeing as many as three, uh, four teams from the state of Iowa. All four D1 programs make it to the women's tournament. We know on the men's side, more than likely just going to be one with Iowa State as they prepare for their matchup with West Virginia. And, you know, to me, uh, such a fun matchup. In fact, the point spread is out for that game. Iowa State, seven-and-a-half-point dog in that one. Playing better still. West Virginia very good in their own right. And uh, very interesting to see how that's going to play out. Big dog for Iowa State, seven-and-a-half. Speaking of point spreads as well, tonight, Iowa-Wisconsin. Now, for people that know my degenerate lifestyle, betting on everything, yeah, I'll bet. Of course, what yeah, most guys that like to bet, you know, your football, your basketball, yeah, sure, baseball. From time to time, yeah, I'll dig into that. Women's basketball sometimes, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been known to dabble. But uh, one of the big things that I really have a big grasp on, and, and I like to at least investigate, and it'll perk me up and make me dig a little bit deeper, is when there's big time, it's called reverse line movement. 
And that means that the betting public is betting one way, yet the point spread is going the other way. And that's happening tonight for the Iowa-Wisconsin game. Iowa Iowa now is a 12.5-point underdog. Yesterday, that point spread was around 10, 10 10.5, and it it just keeps moving the Badgers' way. Well, you normally anticipate that's because everybody's betting on Wisconsin, right? So you keep moving that point spread. That's not the case here. Uh, At last look, it was a big number that was betting on Iowa. I'm going to bring up the updated look at it as I bring it up here on the computer. Uh, Here it is. Currently, Iowa receiving 89% of the bets. That's according to Sportsbook Spy. Yet the point spread continues to shift the way of the Badgers. That's reverse line movement. What does that mean for the layperson that's not a degenerate like myself? Well, what that means, if you want to go with what history says, you're betting Wisconsin tonight. You're laying all those points. That's just point spread thinking. Personally, Boy, I'd really like to see the Hawkeyes with a big effort in this one. After what they did at Maryland, what they can still accomplish here, this young group. And on the other side, Wisconsin's just not playing very well. Now, that's the other piece here. The Badgers, they're going through their own set of problems right now. Bronson Koenig, he's been dinged up. He's not playing very good basketball. What's he going to be able to do out there? It's senior night, but how many points are you putting on that? Seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. Sometimes you got to go the other way. In betting parlance tonight, I'm going to be on the Badgers. Maybe that's a good thing, though, for Hawkeye fans. The way things have been going lately. 264-1700. We got to your phone calls here a little bit later on. But coming up next, Ken Silverstein will join us. We'll get into the Big Ten with Ken talking about this conference race that certainly is not going gone according to form. How down is the Big Ten? Is that just a throwaway term? Are we too easy to make fun of the Big Ten this year? We'll get into that more with Ken Silverstein coming up here. 140 Cubs talk with John Arguello. 2 o'clock, it'll be Luke Fetterson from Iowa Preps as we take a look at the state brackets next week in boys basketball. And Kevin Lehman on the Big Four at 225. Busy show. We continue on next here. It's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. It's Macy's Monday Sale, Saturday, with a preview day Friday. Save 20% on social dresses and junior's prom dresses. Take an extra 30 to 40% off clearance handbags, including designer, select fine jewelry. Now 50 to 75% off. Take 60% off suit separate, dress shirts, pants, and more. And save 30% plus an extra 15% on blenders, juicers, food processors, and more. Earn plenty points during Macy's One Day Sale. Plenty, lots of points, lots of places. One rewards program. Savings are free and sale price. Exclusions apply. You don't need 
more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Just like I just couldn't lose weight. My digestion was really messed up. Hi, I'm Dennis Black in Dallas, Texas. Good nutrition is a major factor in good health. But in this day and age, it's hard to eat right. That's why I created Texas Superfood. Texas Superfood is made from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. In a capsule or a powder, you can see them all at TexasSuperfood.com. To order, go to TexasSuperfood.com or call us at 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. Howdy, folks. KFC's Colonel Sanders here. You have someone in your life you want to get KFC's new $10 chicken share with? It could be a friend, more than a friend, or even a spouse. It's okay. Be brave. Go ahead and say, I want to get a $10 chicken share from KFC and share chicken with you. It's who you are. Don't be ashamed. Just head to a KFC and share nine extra crispy tenders, six pieces of original recipe, a lot of popcorn nuggets, or 12 hot wings. And don't be afraid to be who you are. KFC, it's finger licking good. Limited time offer participating KFCs. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Hot wings not available to all locations. Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't abetes. Don't do this. Don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens TrueMetrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, my New Year's resolution is to get new customers in the door. Well, Staples has everything you need to promote your business. Signs, pens, mugs, you name it. Perfect. And right now, you can get 15% off custom banners and posters. 15% off? (laughs) That's one resolution off my list. Oh, how many were there? Just the one. Then, Happy New Year. This year, resolve to promote your business at Staples. And right now, get 15% off.